Welcome to the Awakened Man Podcast, where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. As we have an abrupt ending of the Nine Inch Nails music, I'm still working on that with this new Mac Pro. My apologies. I hope you're doing well, gearing up toward the end of 2020. Wow, we're all going to remember this year, aren't we? I told my nine-year-old son, who... I barely talked to you because my ex-wife controls him. I was like, I was like, why don't you give him an email? He can that helps with his writing and his reading. She said, absolutely not, because of course she's a control freak and she doesn't want us to communicate because she's worried that I'm going to say horrible things about her, which I won't because I've always espoused here that you should never practice parental alienation. That it only hurts both children when the mom talks bad about the dad and the dad talks bad about the mom, but. I told him to journal. I've been journaling this year, but I, I journal every year. But I think in general, if in retrospect, this is going to be a fascinating year to have written a memoir and to look back 20, 30, 40 years from now. If you look, and we might do a separate episode on this, you know, the powers that be, the ruling elite, like the Davos types, the uh, Bilderberg types, these types, um, this is the great reset. That's what they're calling it, right? And, and there's that old saying, never let a catastrophe go to waste or something like that. You know, use it to your advantage. And certainly the future of the world is going to be fundamentally, drastically different. And the powers that be are finally going to be able to implement a lot of what they've been wanting to do for some time because now people are scared. And when we're scared, we give up on liberties and we do stupid things. Plus, they've been dumbing us down for decades with you know horrible education. Plus, now they have the surveillance state where your Siri and your Alexa is listening to you at all times. Your cable box can spy on you. Go to those past episodes. Either way, we're not here to go all apocalyptic and doomsday. Today, we're going to talk about PTSD from dating. All right. So look, most men have PTSD from dating. Over. The end. See you later. <laughs> Drinking my warm green tea because once it's no longer warm, it doesn't taste as good. What do I mean by PTSD from dating? Okay, so look, uh, we all know what post-traumatic stress disorder is. It's all kind of hallmarked by the military, you know, nightmares, hearing things, seeing things that, that bring back the traumatic experience. Uh, your, your your future actions being altered by this past experience and just kind of living in fear and not being able to leave that incident. Of course, with the military, it's like an IED explosion or, or something like that. Somebody's trying to kill you. And certainly, I mean, even watching a movie like Save It Private Ryan, and, and, and I just, you know, I'm old enough to remember how Shakespeare in Love stole that Oscar because of the, heart, the Weinsteins. But... You watch that movie, it's just, it's so intense. Not just the first half, but there's that scene at the end too where I can't remember who it is where they're fighting in the tower and, they're, and they're, they're, they're struggling to get the knife and then one stabs the other. It's just, and you know, it's just, you could see how people in the military could have PTSD, but who else can have PTSD? Children. Children driving in the car, 
get in a car accident. Mommy, you okay? Mommy's dead. In that image of a decapitated mom or a, you know, a severely contorted, bleeding, hemorrhaging mom or whatever, is seared in that child's mind forever. And this is one of the reasons in arguments for disassociative identity disorder, we used to call multiple personality disorder, is that children can't handle that, so they disassociate and create another personality. Now, we're not here to talk about, quote, conspiracy theories, but um, the CIA would grab kids all the time and intentionally create disassociative states and then teach each of those alter egos a talent. Now, if you don't believe me, go to the church committee hearings in the 1970s when the CIA was being investigated. Uh, church was, I guess, the head of the, the investigation committee, and uh, all this stuff came out. MK Ultra, Project Monarch, all this stuff came out. Either way, so that's PTSD. You can get it from a lot of ways. But I think underestimate is PTSD from dating. Think about when you were blue pill, right? You just do, 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 do. You're in a relationship. Maybe you're married. Do, 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 do. And then what What happens? Then you find out my woman cheated on me or what? My, You're, you're leaving me, but we have children. Or you're leaving me, but I paid for your, your, your medical school. And then a week later, you see her posting on Facebook with Chad. Devastating. Devastating. You don't know how to handle that, right? You don't know how to handle it. Like, how can this be? I thought love was forever. How can this be? She said all the right things. How can this be? How can she be with a guy so quickly afterwards? I don't get it. Right? You're, so you're reeling. You are reeling because you know nothing about red pill. And it's not your fault, right? Unless, unless you're from that generation whose father or uncle were divorce raped, most 22-year-old men come to red pill because of some cataclysmic dating event. You can't blame yourself. We were all there, man. We were all there. So you're just flummoxed, befuddled by what the hell just happened. And a lot of the red pill men will continue to date. We've talked about this before. They continue to date because the difference between no Walt and a Walt. Go to that episode we did a couple episodes back. But eventually, a lot of men reach the point where they just can't trust women. And it's not that they can't trust women. They just don't trust the system because we know the system is set up to destroy men at, at a woman's whim. When she's reactive or in a bad mood or drunk, she can just call the cops and ruin your life. Look, a, a good woman could be drunk one night. You guys are drinking and then you got in, you get in a fight about some past thing like you didn't clean the car or <laughs> whatever it is. Because, we you know, we know we know women don't let go of the past, right? You might have stepped out on your previous relationship 10 years ago and should bring it. Well, you cheated on your ex-girlfriend. You know, like what? what? You know, so they, they can't let the sleeping dogs sleeping dogs lie. So they can just call the cops, right? And then now, now you are guilty until proven innocent, and then you can get you know, lose your job and all these things. It doesn't always happen, but it can. Because you're always one phone call away from being destroyed. But some men, because of their past experiences, and because maybe they have trust issues in general, maybe their parents were divorced, learn not to trust women. And so they, they develop a post-traumatic stress of dating. Now, not all men get this, right? So let's say you're just a normal dude and you went through high school and college. You broke up with some girl sometime and, uh, you know, that was tough. You hurt her feelings. but And then sometimes a girl dumped you and that was tough, but you moved on. You know, you kind of have good self-esteem. You kind of have confidence. You, you weren't abused as a child. You didn't have raging parents or neglectful parents. And you just understood based 
based on human nature and just and also you know you're averagely a good looking dude you, you it, it makes it easier right you move on to this is the way of dating and then and then you know you even it's kind of you it's easier to develop more of a, an abundance mindset when you when you have these kind of qualities of confidence and good looks because you know that you'll probably just end up with another woman later on and even after divorce you'll be like yeah i'll find somebody else if i want to be with somebody else but there are a certain strata certain stratum singular of men who don't they they don't have that experience so they could be kind of incel-esque in high school just never lucky with women or be, maybe because they're very effeminate and they're groveling toward women they get dumped a lot so going back to that previous story you know why is she leaving me with with chad why why is she i paid for her debt maybe you weren't masculine enough i mean the key to a successful marriage is really finding a quote good woman, but also being as masculine as you can be in the marriage. And a lot of men fail at that. They do. They fail the shit tests and they fail a lot of things. And their woman loses respect for him. And then that's when the, the opening is in her head. And then the Pandora's box is opened. And then she can rationalize her behavior, mistreating you or even going on social media to find other dudes and flirting with other dudes. I talked about it in that episode. It's probably two years ago where I analyzed match. And I talked about, I did an expose on Match, the dating side, and it said something like 35% of women that are on Match are actually in a relationship. They're just there to float their narcissism and also to monkey branch to see if there's an opportunity to monkey branch to somebody that they perceive to be better. But there are certain stratum of men, and this is not casting aspersions on these men, but they have PTSD from dating. They were so hurt for maybe a series of bad relationships going back to high school, or it could just be, you know, they never had luck with women, and then they, they met a woman who was who they perceived to be the one in 20, 25-year-old, and then it didn't work out, and they were just devastated. And because of that, they 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 can't move on, right? They, they have nightmares. They can't trust women or maybe can't trust men. And then you start not to believe anything a woman says. Even your female friends, but any woman you meet, you just don't trust them because you were so hurt. And so it's this it's this kind of like anytime you hear a loud sound or, or a gunshot or something that preceded you, a gunshot like a military does, they automatically go back to that moment. So anytime a woman says, oh, you're so sweet, you go back to that moment when your ex said, you're so sweet, but I'm leaving you or whatever it is. And so you see these men who have this shell shock, which was like the World War One term for PTSD. They have this shell shock. And they never recover. So, look, guys, what I'm telling you is this. If if you guys have a sort of PTSD from dating, and I think every man on one level who's red pill does because that's why you're red pill most of the time is because you were hurt by a woman, hurt by divorce, you lost the kids, you lost a lot of your money. And so to a certain level, you do have PTSD from dating from this particular relationship. It was so traumatic because, again, men lose in divorce, women gain. Either gain with money or gain with kids, more often than not. Not always, but more often than not. So the question is, how severe is your PTSD from dating? Some men who purge the thirst, some men who realize female nature, some men who go uh, no waltz and work on themselves, work on their childhood issues, can recover and be like, look, I know not all women are bad, but I'm just opting out. I already have my kids. I don't need to date. I could just live alone with my dog and have friends and family and travel. And, you know, some, there, are, there are some good women out there, but I'm going to be very cautious when I talk to them at work and I'm going to limit my interaction with them if I'm doing short-term hookups or pump and dumps. But there are just some men who never recover. 
I talk about that where I say 10 men get divorced, 10 men who get divorced, seven will go back on the dating market, two will go MGTOW, and one will drink themselves to death or kill themselves, unfortunately. They just never recover. And the severe PTSD from dating men just never recovered. They were just so destroyed. They had so much trust and faith in this woman, whether it be a 24-year-old or maybe it was if he's 60 years old and he gets divorced raped by his 40-year-old wife he never realized was a gold digger and now takes all of his money right before he can retire. Now he has no money to retire and he, you know, he drinks himself to death. You know, Whatever age it is, a lot of it is the type of woman, the incidence of the type of women in your life, and then also just your own childhood issues. So it's a combination, this maelstrom of dysfunction that can lead to this severe PTSD, which can lead to you taking your life, which, of course, is horrible. We don't want that. 70% of suicides in America are done by adult men. Go to that episode. So, men, do the deep work. Purge your demons. MGTOW optimization. And really look in the mirror and see Bob, do I have PTSD from dating? And if you do, it's understandable in the milieu, in the world that we live in, in 2020 America, soon to be 2021 America, this devastating collection of postmodernist, materialistic, cultural morass that we live in. It's certainly understandable with all the thoughtery and Chad's and Tyrone's and lack of religion. It's, it's, you know, we're not treating each other well. And then Hollywood, of course, certainly doesn't help. So just look in the mirror and work on yourself. If anything, the awakened man is the part about being awakened is to work on yourself. Constant introspection, constant optimization of all aspects, physical, psychological, mental health. Guys, the website's Naturopathic Earth. Go check out all the articles that we have over there. If you want to help me out, there's a PayPal link there in the episode notes. Click on that. takes you to PayPal. Donate 5 10 bucks. I would really appreciate it. Also, naturopathicearth.com. There's a link in the episode notes here. Click on that to get to the website because I know it's hard to, to, to type it out. Because I didn't think it through when I started that website four years ago when it was all about holistic health and naturopathy. Click on there. You can see my two books on the right side, Confessions of an Obese Child and Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior. You can buy those books by clicking on them on Amazon, Kindle, or paperback. Post a review if you can. But you're on Amazon. So at that point, anything you buy on Amazon, I get a 2% commission, no expense to you. So please help me out. I'm an affiliate over there. Also, post and schedule a appointment on Clarity.fm if you need help from the Red Pill perspective. And lastly, please... Post a review for this podcast. Look, there's not a lot of MGTOW content out there or red pill content out there that produces content, not just weekly, but multiple times weekly for a long time. If, if you search MGTOW like on Apple Podcasts, you'll find other channels, but most of them are defunct. Or most of them may be published every once or two months. Sure, there's guys out there who are publishing weekly and kudos, man. The more voices we have, the better. But you can help me out. If you don't want to give money, I understand. If you if you want to help me out, post an honest review. For The Awakened Man and also Confessions of an Obese Child, subscribe and post an honest review there. I do an episode every month there. But if you really want to know who is Gregory, go to that podcast and scroll to the early episodes where I talk about my childhood as a fat kid being abused. And then also I have the female holistic health apothecary. You're like, Gregory, I don't care about the females. <laughs> but there are some health topics that you might find interesting. Or if you just want to help me out, just post a review there saying great, great stuff. Just two words, whatever. All right, guys. Until next time, take care. Happy New Year. Be safe. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcast, and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember... 
Freedom is better than Needle. Until next time. Music, courtesy of Nine Inch Nails.